the Messy Backend, where experts share customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on behind the beautifully branded front end of entrepreneurship. This is where most businesses fail, so we're here to help you save time, make money, and succeed. And now your host of The Messy Backend, Sheila J. Davis and Nate Tucker. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you all so much. We have a wonderful show for you today because as Mark Marin once said, the medium of podcasting and the personal nature of it, the relationship you build with your listeners and the relationship they have with you, they could just be sitting there chuckling and listening. There's nothing like that. On our expert segment today, we're going to be talking to Mark Deal. Mark has been podcasting for over seven years, works as a podcast director for Branded Shows, and showing people how to book their great podcast interviews and perform them well. He is amazing. He also leads various amazing podcast communities, totaling nearly 8,000 people, which is how I met him. It's how I met him as well. And you'll hear real questions and stories from real entrepreneurs with real messy backends. And our expert will share their experience, expertise, and the tools that they suggest to get it all cleaned up. If you are an entrepreneur with a messy backend, you're not alone. We'd love for you to submit your question or story for our experts. Give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit us at themessybackend.com. Would you like to have either myself or Nate speak at your next event or on your podcast? Visit us at themessybackend.com slash speaking. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast by heading on over to themessybackend.com slash subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And check us out on Facebook to see video of our recordings. If you, yep, you, the one listening right now, feel inspired to take our experts' advice and you would like to share what suggestions you used in your business, please let us know about your progress. The key to making this podcast really work is to hear about the results of the suggestions. This allows us to be able to learn not just from one expert's point of view, but from the execution of the suggestions provided. Give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit The Messy Backend. One of the biggest software issues that online businesses have is their shopping cart. Head on over to themessybackend.com forward slash cart for more details about ThriveCart, the number one cart software that grows your income from existing traffic. Watch the video for how simple this cart solution is at themessybackend.com forward slash cart. Are you ready to put your business on autopilot and actually live your life? At Lock and Load Marketing, we simply offer the best strategies and solutions. We will build it out with you and manage it for you. If it tires you out, hire it out at Lock and Load Marketing. Now on to our expert, Mark Deal, for his expert advice. Don't miss your seat, folks. Here we go. Today, we have a messy back-end question submitted by an anonymous listener. How do I track listeners? I can only really see where to find how many downloads I have, but it seems to me that is not the real number of listeners. So Mark, what, what is your expert advice on this? Well, there's a few ways to answer it. Uh, a listener is obviously somebody that listens to the show. So you could go into Apple Podcast Connect and look at how many listeners you have that are on, I believe it's iOS 10 or later, which is a small subset of all the people listening and see where they drop off. You know, how many people are listening to the front? How many people skip your ads? And how many people make it to the end? And of course, there's other platforms that people are looking at. But 
hearing that question, I actually want to back up a little bit and say, who cares? Does it matter? Is this just a, a curiosity thing? If you have download numbers, but you want to compare it to, to listeners, don't worry about it. Treat downloads as your leading indicator. Depending on your podcast host, it, it, might, it may be IAB certified, uh, those stats. If not, then they're not certified. But again, who cares? Treat that as a leading indicator for what matters in your business, what actually drives your needle. So if your downloads go from 100 to 200 or 100 to 1,000 or from 5,000 down to 500 and your business metrics also shift, then it's a good leading indicator of what's driving that needle. So don't try to sharpen the point of that needle. Just look at it as an indicator and keep moving on with your business. Yeah, I think that's really important. I know for me, when I started looking into getting um, sponsors and advertisers, um, they weren't asking me how many people are listening. They were asking me how many downloads do you have? So that seems mm -hmm. to me to be the smartest answer as well. And honestly, like if you're doing your best and you're having a lot of downloads, you're getting a lot of listeners. My guess is, I, you know, that you probably have about three times more listeners than you do downloads. Just as a rough guess, I don't know. That's yeah. just, that's Sheila talk. <laughs> well, that could be, but I don't imagine that ratio would change much from download to listeners. So assume that it's uniform from 100 to 1,000 to 10,000 and just look at the metric that you have and then gauge your needle off of that. But yeah, most sponsors want shows with at least 5,000 downloads per episode in a 30-day period. And that's 7% of all podcasts. So that's a pretty small minority. Uh, if that's what you're looking for, then that's the metric to, to look at. But if you're looking at it as a leading indicator for other things in your business, compare those apples to apples by trying to find an orange. Right. I like that. So in doing that as well, you might want to be watching like your traffic on your website as well, right? If you have a podcast coming out on a Monday and you're spiking on Tuesday or Wednesday, then chances are that's a pretty good indicator they're visiting your website at least. Mm -hmm. It's another great leading indicator, especially if your podcast episodes point to a specific page or a post on your website, then you can gauge the number of downloads I get versus the number of people that visit the website, as well as your download statistics, depending on how much you pay your platform, it will tell you, are people listening to mobile? Are they listening to your website? Are they listening through under other syndicated platforms? Uh, so yeah, all those are great indicators on where people are coming from. But again, focus on where you want to drive the needle. Do you want more people to visit your website or do you want more people to listen to your show? And then just adjust things as accordingly, <laughs> just adjust things accordingly, depending on what you want. You know, I'm really glad that you brought that up because as you were kind of saying, or Sheila was saying, you know, maybe you'll see a drive in traffic to your website to the day after, two days after. But I was thinking, I was like, well, yeah, what if the idea is to get them to the podcast from the website to the podcast, not from the podcast to the website? Because obviously it depends on everyone's business. Uh, some people want to just get them to the podcast because that's where the information is and that's where you're able to make the money from sponsorships and whatnot. Um, so a question that I have, kind of a follow-up question for you, Mark, mm -hmm. is what are some great ways to drive podcast downloads? Because that's obviously what we're talking about. You're like, well, who cares how many listeners we have? Mm -hmm. Care about the downloads. Well, how are we going to drive those more down, like those downloads? Are, do you focus on website or Facebook or Instagram, whatever? How do you get them there? 
I'll even back up a little bit more because I, I like to back up here, right? We're talking about the messy back end. And if you hear me beeping, that's me backing up. So I'm going to back up on that question even more. Love I'm not it. going to talk about Facebook and Twitter or anything like that specific. There's two places to go to get podcast listeners. One is to go where your podcast listeners are. So if they happen to be on Twitter or Facebook or, or LinkedIn, I, I do a podcast that's targeted mainly to, to China and India. And most of our downloads come from people on WeChat. Now, WeChat is not a platform for most podcasters, but for that specific show, it, it's a good one. So go where your listeners are and, and be there, be present and let people know that you have a podcast in a non-spammy, cheesy way, right? You don't want right. to join a Facebook group, especially one of my Facebook groups. They <laughs> come and say, hey, I have a podcast. Click to listen and subscribe. You know, at the very least, you'll get mooted, uh, booted uh, or, or muted, booted, whatever. Um, I <laughs> up there. It's so a moot point. It's a moot point. Yeah. Just don't do it. So that's one place is in Pat Flynn says that all the time, go where your ideal market is that and let, uh, and let them know you're there. The other place that is great to, to find podcast listeners, hopefully you can follow the logic here, go where people are listening to podcasts. <laughs> and what I mean by that is if you're a podcast host and you have a podcast, go seek out shows to be a guest on and be interviewed by those hosts about your expertise, your experience, perhaps some of your show or your show insights. Because it turns out that people that are listening to podcasts also listen to podcasts, right? Who would have thought? <laughs> exactly. A equals A there. So that's the two places to go. Go where your audience is at, and that will depend on industry. It will depend on niche. Uh, so hopefully you know your market, you know where they're at, you need to go and find that, uh, where those people are at, and, and let them know that you have this, this show. And the other place is to go on podcasts that are relevant to your market and be interviewed by those, those hosts. And that's, that's a, another great way to, uh, to grow your audience. So those are my two big uh, tips on how to grow. I love that. I mean, when my, when my assistants are looking for guests for my show, they're also looking for me to get on other people's shows as well. Because I think that when you have that, you know, we, we don't really compete with each other, right? We compete mm. with ourselves. The competition becomes with how good can I be to keep my listeners, not how can I be better than Mark? It's, I need to keep my listeners. And so if I came on your show and talked about my podcast, it's not like I'm stealing people from you, right? It's like we are supporting each other because if they like yours, they're probably going to like mine. And that gives them more to listen to. I mean, I don't know how many times I go in groups and it says, give me your top podcast you're listening to right now. And, the, you know, there's like a hundred different ones listed. But um, another question for you, we've talked a little bit about websites. Um, do you think that podcasters need websites? I've actually had people come to me and say they don't feel like they need one. I wonder what you think about that. I personally think if you're spending the time to create a podcast or produce a podcast, to do the recordings, in your case, you're booking interviews, you're conducting interviews, you're researching interview questions, you're doing all this work, you're buying equipment. I see your lovely microphone there. It's, it's very nice, Sheila. <laughs> She's doing the Vanna White for people that aren't watching the video over her microphone. <laughs> so you're obviously putting a lot of effort into it. Yes, I think you should just go and, and have a website. It's important because people are going to be able to, to find you a lot easier. And I know we're kind of constrained on time, so I could list a whole bunch of ways in which you know podcast or having a website will bring listeners to your podcast. But Google is a big player. And for myself, when I'm looking for new shows, and sure, I'm in all these other Facebook groups and people recommend things, but I go to Google and I type in whatever I'm looking for 
and I add podcasts at the end and I find podcasts that may interest me. And I, I listen to those shows. Uh, also, People are may not be looking for a podcast, but they may be looking for a piece of uh, experience or expertise or some value that you share on your podcast. If you have a website, you've got some show notes, that's going to appear on people's searches. And now that Google is really getting into podcasts with their, their Google podcast platform, they're now ranking uh, websites with podcasts higher than those websites without. So you're you've already gotten an advantage there because you have a podcast. So just put it on the website and you're going to rank a little bit better. You know, when you have a, a topic that people are searching for, they're going to be able to find it on, on Google, but things also happen down the road. A lot of podcasters, after they produce an episode, they push it out there, they promote it a little bit and they totally forget about their backlog. You know, and that's, that's a pretty, that's a way to keep your, your backend messy there is not <laughs> promoting your, your backlog. But you know, if a guest that you had on uh, recently was in the news for something and people start Googling them, chances are your website will pop up. This happened just the other day with a friend of mine, Jeff Sanders. Uh, one of his past guests just published a new book and was doing the media circuit on TV shows because now this person's too big for podcasts. But so people were Googling and of course they don't come up with a TV channel. They come up with the podcast. So his download uh, spiked for that episode and it was over a year old. Uh, so that's, that's another reason to have a, a podcast, even if your goal is just to grow your podcast, not so much your business. And that's, uh, so that's why you want to have a website. I love that. And the other reason I like having a website is that my guests are pretty awesome. And I want people to be able to find my guests as well. Ooh. So they can go to my website and find links to Mark's podcast group. So if y'all are, sorry, if my Southern is coming way out today, if y'all are looking for <laughs> Bless your heart. a podcast group, <laughs> we're going to do a whole other episode about my, uh, my, uh, my uh, accent. Her accent is seasonal too, depending on how recently she's gone and visited the South. She'll be like, all right, I'm going to go visit the South. And then the next day after, like immediately after arriving on the plane to the, she'll like call me up. She's like, all right, I'm back in the South y'all. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my goodness. My poor Sorry listeners, for that they won't know who they're listening to, but <laughs> if, if, if y'all are looking for a podcast group, Mark, you have more than one. And I just, I you know, I have to say, um, I've been in a lot of groups and I love the way you manage your group because you don't allow the promotion, but you give enough leeway that the information that is shared is so valuable. I mean, I absolutely have to say my very favorite podcast group is your group. Actually, my whole favorite Facebook group is your group. It's quite big Aww. too. Yeah, I think the one that you're talking about isn't even my biggest one. I've got one that's over 4,500 members. I keep mine very uh, specific. So uh, what Sheila's talking about is I run a group called Facebook. Oh, I'm sorry. It's on Facebook, of course. Uh, Podcast Guest Experts. And that's where people that are looking to be on shows can connect with one another if there's a good alignment there. And yeah, that's one of my most fun groups to to run is is that group. But I and that's specifically for that. We don't talk about what's a good microphone, uh, you know, what's the best way to edit a podcast. Cause I've got other groups for that, that are solely on just those topics. And when people bring up, Hey, I want to be a guest. I'm like, no, get out of this group. You need to go into this other one. So yeah, I keep it very topical. And th that's what I like about it. I can go in there and say, I'm looking for this kind of guest and I'll mm -hmm. get 20 people saying they want to be on it. And I book people out, you know, and so it's really nice. It's not just uh, low quality people either. I'm not, actually, I'm not finding low quality people. Well, Everybody you found I me. found so. from that group are top <laughs> level people. So, um, hey, Mark, on the show notes, I want to make sure we get uh, all of your uh, Facebook groups listed on there. But you're amazing. Um, I think you're fantastic. 
Again, I really appreciate you coming on and joining us for the podcast today at the Messy Back In. Thank you, Sheila. Thank you, Nate. It was so great being here. Thanks, Mark. You rock. People ask us all the time how they can get their podcast up and running. What we tell them, work with our podcast managers at the Messy Back End, and then check out the platform we use for everything else, podserve.fm. They do all the hard work to get you published on many of the major podcast networks, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. After that, they help promote it and make sure it's seen by thousands. Check out their easy four-step process at podserve.fm forward slash messy. Come conquer life's challenges with laughter with our very own Nate Tucker. You can find him on Facebook or Instagram at Nathan Allen Media. Funny guy, photographer, digital marketer, entrepreneur, philanthropist, animal lover, and most importantly, pizza connoisseur. Thank you to our advertisers, podserve.fm, who can help you get your podcast hosted and published. Visit them at podserve.fm slash messy. And thank you to Thrivecart, the only shopping cart your business will ever need. Visit them at themessybackend.com forward slash cart. Last but not least, the biggest thank you to our team. We couldn't do it without you. To my co-host, Nate Tucker, and our production managers and crew. You can find out more about our amazing team at themessybackend.com slash team. Not only that, but our team is ready to help you start and build your podcast today. Visit us at themessybackend.com slash team for details. Woo, well, that's all we have for today's episode of The, 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 the Messy b- b- Backend. Join us again next week as our experts share more customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on in the back end of entrepreneurship. Remember, you are not alone. Every business has a messy back end and needs a little attention.